Wyatt Hunter in the backfield now. Hunter comes in with an impressive 922 yards. Souser handoff to Hunter. He's got it, has more. Wyatt Hunter off to the races. They're not going to catch him. Touchdown, Gurnell. Welcome to the Tiger Sports Livestream Network Podcast. Happy Monday and welcome to the Tiger Sports Livestream Network Podcast number 24. We have a pretty exciting week this week. Blake and I are kind of split duties again, so I'm going to be talking a little bit about what the sports were from last week. Blake's going to step in, cover the football games from Friday night in District 7, and then I'll follow back up with the sports at the end for the upcoming week. And in between there, we have a real special interview with the Grinnell girls swimming team. So Coach Sarah Smith had a few girls come in for an interview. We didn't actually... They didn't come into our studio. We went to them poolside. So I think think you're going to really enjoy that interview. So let's take a minute, hear a word from our sponsors, and we'll dive right into last week's sports. Hey there, I'm Joey Pauliai, third generation owner of Pauliai's and Grinnell. Since 1957, we've been serving you the flavors you savor. Dine in, carry out, or pick up our frozen pizzas for a night in. Our promise to you... Everything is made from scratch, and we only use the freshest ingredients, guaranteed. Plus, get your kids signed up for our Pax Pals program to get free pizza and shirts. Visit polyeyesgrinnellia.com or ask your server how to sign up. See you soon at Polyeyes Pizza Grinnell on 5th Ave between Main and Broad Street. Tomorrow, some fear the uncertainty it brings. Some trust the promise it holds. At Grinnell Mutual, we are always looking forward to tomorrow. Growing and innovating... So even if the plans you have for the future aren't the same as the plans the future holds for you, you can be ready. Because we'll be ready, like we have been for over 100 years. Trust in that. Trust in tomorrow. Talk to a Grinnell Mutual agent today. All right, as always, the Tiger Sports live stream podcast is brought to you by Polly Ice Pizza in Grinnell Mutual. Thank you for your support throughout the whole season and through the football season too. Let's take a look at what we had for sports the week of October 7th. Starting out on Monday, the cross country team, which we had a nice visit with the last week. They traveled up to West Delaware. Some of the top finishers were Thea Larson for fifth place on the JV girls' side. Mary Blanchard with a fifth place finish for the varsity girls. Hayden Eaton with a 24th place finish for the JV boys. And Isaac Bryant with a third place finish for the varsity boys. Varsity girls team finished an overall second place. So congratulations to the boys and girls cross country team as they traveled up to Manchester. Next up on the list, let's jump over to JV football that was played on Monday night. That would have been against West Branch. Grinnell traveled to West Branch and picked up a 33-13 victory over West Branch. Very good game. Uh, Coach Josh Wardenberg has some notes here. They said the West Branch team was a talented team. Uh, however, from the first play of scrimmage, the Tigers dominated. Richard Toe ran 65 yards for the first Tiger score. Defense would get a quick stop. Tigers drove again. Toe scored again on a six-yard run. West Branch put together a long drive, but the Tigers would hold uh, strong. Toe had an interception. On the next play of the game, Alex Smith would find Jake Green for a 65, or excuse me, 64-yard touchdown. 
West Branch would score to start of the second half. The Tigers would answer quickly with a pass from Alex Smith to Cole Johnson for another 50-yard th- touchdown. Uh, they came on the road very strong, had intensity on both sides, and uh, the Tigers could not be matched. So very good game for the Grinnell Tigers as they traveled over to West Branch. All right, next up is volleyball. Norwalk came here on Tuesday the 8th, walked away with three sets to zero. The first game 25-20, second game 25-15, the third game 25-14. Tigers had lost a hard-fought match against the visiting Norwalk seniors on senior night. The Tigers went out to a quick start, couldn't hold their momentum, lost uh, the three sets leaders on the night were Lauren Bolte, 7 for 7 with one ace, Addie Petting, 11 for 11, Abby Furness, 7 for 7, Daisy Harris, 6 for 6. Serve receive leaders were Addie Petting, McKenna Smith, and Izzy Redding. Dig leaders were Addie Petting and Daisy Harris with each 11, Abby Furness with 9, Natalie Brown with 6. Assist leaders were Abby Furness, who had 11, Katie Witt with 9. Hitting leaders were Daisy Harris, 23 of 32, with 12 kills. Lexi Schaefer with 9 for 10 for 4 kills. Addie Petting with 13 for 19 on 4 kills. Lauren Bolte, 7 of 8 with 1 kill. Also a big shout-out for the 7 seniors on senior night. Abby Furness, Liberty Griffith, Addie Petting, Izzy Redding, McKaylin Sellers, Alexa Schaefer, and Katie Witt down night on their senior night. Jumping over to the freshman team. Uh, freshman also lost two sets, 21-11 and 21-14. B team came away to play and won two games, 21-4 and 21-14. Uh, they all played well. Team had a lot of efforts. Dar- Daria Klein led the team with five aces and Livy Herbers followed up with four aces. They all They both had a 100% serving rating. JV team, for some reason, I do not have the JV team up. Uh, I don't have their score back from what the coach uh, put into the Grinnell stats, so I can't. I don't have any information on the JV team. So let's also let's jump over to the the Bear Complex, the swimming team. They had their their senior night also, so the. They competed against Williamsburg and Perry High School. Uh, Williamsburg took first place with 60 points. Grinnell second place with 40 points. Perry with third place with 31. Uh, kind of a recap on the three seniors, Kylie Neighbors, Shivani Subarani Marion. <laughs> Shivani, I told you I'd butcher that one more time. And Emily Small, thank you for your hard work over the past four years. That was a side, a little note from Coach Sarah Smith. Uh, leaders on the night, Hannah Barons had a second place in the 200 free with a time of 232.01, a third place in the 100 free with a time of 106.43. Melin Pavey scored a third place in the 200 free with a 234.21. Hannah Gus, a second place in the 200 uh, IM, and then a 240.32, third place in a 100 breast. At a 125.20. Kia Hoffman had a personal record in the 50 free of 33.38, dropping one seconds. 
another personal record in the 100 free of 118.86 with a two-second drop. Uh, Isla Berman with a personal record in uh, 50 free of 35.63 with a two-second drop. Emily Small, a first-place finish in the 50 free with a 27.82 and a third-place finish in the 500 free with a 618.16. Sydney Miller had a personal record or personal best in the 50 free with a 28.78 with a one-second drop. Kylie Neighbors with a first place in diving at 169.85. Aaron Hinshaw with a second place uh, and a personal record in diving at 118.50. Maddie Davis scored a second place in the 100 fly with a 122.22. Isley Eisen with a personal record of 100 free of 113.16 and a one second drop. In the personal free relay, Hannah Barron, Sydney Miller, Hannah Gus, Emily Small scored a first place of 157.23. In the 200 medley relay, Emily Small, Hannah Gus, Maddie Davis, and Hannah Barron scored a second place at a 217.98. And in the 400 free relay, Melin Pavey, Ellie Durr, Maddie Davis, and Sydney Miller scored a third place with a 453.82. So Grinnell, BGM finished by defeating Perry but lost to Williamsburg with a score of Williamsburg 71, Perry 20, Williamsburg 60, Grinnell 40, and Grinnell 67, and Perry 31. So that will take care of the swimming for the night. Uh, the last one I have is just a, a final on the score from the freshman game Friday night. Blake will cover up on the uh, uh, rest of the games. But the freshmen had kind of one of the tougher contests that they went against all year against Newton. Newton had some running power and uh, they ended up coming out kind of short end on the stick. They lost. Uh, it was probably one of the tougher games that uh, we've watched them play. So that, that they're going to have to kind of regroup, see where they're going, and then go against the tough South Tama team coming up on next Friday night. So the freshmen did not get the win and uh, take the loss so they'll be back again on monday night and that is all we have for the sports recap from last week send it over to blake and hear what the football team outcome was plus all the other sports scores for the district seven blake all right happy monday everyone and uh, now we're getting into our recap football segment from this past friday's football games uh, it was a good one. Grinnell took on Newton, the 3-3 three and three Cardinals versus the 4-2 and two Grinnell Tigers. And, uh, you know, coming into the ballgame, I think everyone, including myself, had to be skeptical about this Newton team. I mean, Newton had come off a 28-21 loss to Oskaloosa. We really didn't know how good they were going to be. And, uh, you know, the game turned out to be, again, another almost surprising game in a good way. Uh, the first quarter was really slow. I believe it was uh, tied 0-0 at the end of the first quarter. Both defenses weren't given an inch. Uh, Dallas Sousers struggled in the air. Um, you know, we were getting the ground game moving, but it just wasn't enough for us to really, you know, get any positive yardage. Um, so at the end of the first quarter, I think it was knotted up 0-0. And then finally, Wyatt Hunter busted out a run on, I believe, fourth down and two. So uh, Grinnell took the 7 to nothing lead. And uh, from there, it was just a lot of a lot of running. Uh, Grinnell's offense uh, didn't struggle in the running game. Their passing game was a little rough. Dallas Souser went three for 14, and only had 12 yards. So, 
his worst night or his worst game of the season happened, but still it was on one of the greatest wins Grinnell's had in quite a while. Grinnell would go on to win 35-14 to over the Newton Cardinals. I think the biggest play of the game was when it was 14-7, to I believe, in the third quarter. Newton had just scored, and we were on a fourth down and two from our own, I don't know, 45-yard line, somewhere around there. And you just you could tell the momentum was there for Newton. Newton was poised to make a comeback like they had against Oskaloosa uh, last week. So uh, Grinnell really had to hunker down. They did. Wyatt Hunter broke out about a 30, 40-yard run, and then he finished off with another touchdown. Uh, what a night for Wyatt Hunter. Five touchdowns, 321 yards, 35 rushes. That is the school record. He breaks Jake Simon's record of 289. And uh, so now Wyatt Hunter is the all-time leading single-game rushing record holder at Grinnell High School. It was only going to happen a matter of time. We knew it was going to happen. He's already beaten it in all-purpose yards. But, I mean, what an absolute athlete of, an, of a person Wyatt Hunter is. And I'm so glad we get him for one more year. I mean, he, he was absolutely phenomenal. That O-line was incredible. Just great blocks all night. And give credit to Wyatt. I mean, the field was really slippery at times, and he's just able to keep his balance and push over defenders. Um, it, was a, it was a really, really incredible night. The defense played well. There were a few holes in the secondary that or, uh, Newton was able to exploit. Uh, Kyle Long, their quarterback, threw two touchdown passes, both to Julian Hodgkin, their number one wide receiver. The running game just really didn't work. I mean, this is a Newton team that averaged more than 300 yards rushing, and I don't think they got more than 150. You know, it's crazy when Wyatt outrushed their entire team. Um, Dylan Farver struggled. Uh, Satterfield struggled. Chang struggled. Kyle Long, I think, may have had the most rushing yards out of the whole Newton squad, and that's just because he would take off on deep third-down situations. I don't know, but... Uh, I, it's like I said in the broadcast and like Salzer talked about, that was one of the biggest wins, if not the biggest win Grinnell's had since 2013. And to have it at home is so big. I mean, the, the crowd, it was cold. There weren't a lot of people there, but everybody was watching on the broadcast, and we really, really appreciate that. Uh, it was overall a wonderful game. Defensively, Logan Estelle, <laughs> what a night. 13 tackles, I believe, and he had a interception to go along with it. I mean, for his size, you look at him and you think, there's no way this kid is one of the leading tacklers in 3A7, but he is. Uh, he just knows how to get to the wall, and it's so good to have him on our offense or on our defense. Uh, the defense played well getting sacks. Dodge Souser obviously had his biggest sack of the season, absolutely blindsided Kyle Long. Uh, I mean, what, what a night. What a night. Grinnell, 35. Newton, 14. We'll go on to uh, whoever these two teams play next week. I'll get to that here in a little bit. Recapping the other two games in 3A7, Knoxville took on South Tama. Knoxville coming off a loss to Grinnell. And the coach said uh, in the post game of last week's game against Grinnell, Knoxville's coach said that, you know, they probably should have ran over Grinnell. And uh, he said our team needed to come out focused and ready for South Tama because you could never underestimate South Tama. South Tama came ready for Knoxville. It might have been homecoming in Knoxville, Iowa, but it didn't matter. Uh, South Tama at one point, I think the halftime score was 8 to nothing. Uh, the final score in, in favor of Knoxville, the final score was 23 to 6 or 23 to 8, I believe. <clears throat> so Knoxville won, but it was definitely the worst law or the, the, how do I say this? It was the best loss South Tama's had all season long. Let's just say that. So I give credit to South Tama. They might be figuring something out. So maybe Grinnell has a bad week to go and go in to face the Trojans. We'll talk about that here in a second. 
But Knoxville squeaks away. I don't have any of the stats in front of me, but uh, it's definitely not the greatest win for Knoxville. They are a 5-2 and two team and still technically in the playoff hunt, but they still have Oskaloosa to play. So we'll just have to see what happens with Knoxville going forward. Also, you never know. Newton could be, you know, tricky if they haven't already played them. I, again, don't have it in front of me. Technically, the biggest game of the weekend in terms of, you know, rankings and whatnot, Oskaloosa went to Pella to take on the Dutch last year. Pella put up 35 and lost 36-35 to to Oskaloosa in a controversial finish. This year, they put up 35, and there was no doubt. 35-3 to was the final score. Knoxville played Pella better than Oski did. Granted, it was at home. Um, I don't know. I, I really don't know about the Oski game. You know, Grinnell's going to think back on that Oski loss and really wonder, you know, what if, what if. But I think you have to look past that and look ahead. But, uh, you know, Oskaloosa didn't come to play. Pella's defense was hunkered down. My only worry is that Pella's starting to figure stuff out and they're really getting to hit their stride. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm optimistic. But uh, Pella looking like they maybe have the number one spot locked up here in 3A7. But they do have a date with Grinnell on the last weekend of the season which could shake up a lot of stuff. But Pella wins against Oskaloosa 35-3. I bet they probably wanted to keep scoring after last year's loss. I don't think that's gotten out of the minds of any Pella person. Um, but we'll just have to see. So going ahead to next week's games, we'll start with, uh, well, we'll do picks. And then, uh, well, I guess, yeah, we'll talk about next week's games. Grinnell versus South Tama. Uh, the rivalry, the biggest rivalry Grinnell's in. It is the Steve Kriegel Memorial Trophy game, the Battle of the Helmets, whatever you want to call it. Last year, Grinnell brought the Battle of the Helmets trophy back after, I think, a four-year hiatus. Uh, so it's back in Grinnell, but when it's on the field, it'll probably be in the end zone, split midway down the middle. So you're going to have to fight for it. There's something different about this ball game that brings out the best in both teams. They know there's a trophy on the line. South Tama's record doesn't matter. I think we're going to get a really hard-fought football game. Uh, Grinnell... The rushing attack is good. This is one of the worst rushing defenses against one of the best rushing offenses. I think Souser can finally get his air attack going, and I think Grinnell should be able to get a win. And, uh, you know, South Tama, they've just struggled. Nothing nothing statistically points me towards South Tama pulling an upset, but anything could happen. Uh, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think Grinnell has a fire lit under him after this past weekend's win against Newton. Uh, it's one of those games where I think... I mean, you can't underestimate him, but when you have Pella in two weeks, you want to make sure no one gets hurt. So if Grinnell's dominating, I just wonder if Souser will maybe pull the, star pull the starters. You never know. He didn't pull the starters this week against Newton. I don't blame him. I mean, points scored is helping a lot if Grinnell goes higher in the RPI, which we'll talk about here in a second. I'm going to say Grinnell wins. I, it's going to probably be by at least three or four touchdowns. I'm going to give you that because statistically, Grinnell should have one of the bigger wins of the season against South Tama. You know, in all, Pella beat South Tama 63 to 12. I don't think Grinnell's going to do that, but in my opinion, Grinnell, if you're Grinnell, I feel like defense is your biggest biggest question this week. How how much offense are you going to allow South Tama to score? If South Tama scores less than 10 points, I will be very very happy with the defensive performance. The D line got had its best week in a long time last week against Newton. I'm going to take Grinnell to bring back the trophy for two years in a row. Pella taking on uh, Newton at Newton. Newton obviously losing to Grinnell. Pella obviously beating Oskaloosa. Newton can possibly win this game if their rushing attack gets going, but Pella and Grinnell's defense is basically similar in the fact that they're both really, really good. 
I'm going to take the Dutch in a win at Neu at Newton. Um, I just think I, I, I got to give it to Pella. I mean, Newton struggled last week against Grinnell. They didn't struggle against Oski. I don't know. It's like a light switch. Uh, I'm going to give it to the Dutch. And then I believe South Tama is home against, or not South Tama, uh, Knoxville heads to Oski, I believe. They're either at Oski or they're home against Oski. You know, this is an interesting matchup. If you're a Grinnell fan, I think you want Knoxville to win because it would help. Oski would then have two losses in the district compared to Grinnell's one. I don't know how the tiebreaker would work out since Grinnell lost to Oskaloosa, but, you know, that, that doesn't matter right now. I want to, I'm, I, as a Grinnell fan, I'm wanting Knoxville to win because Grinnell has that win over Knoxville. It would be a really good win for Grinnell. Do I think Knoxville is going to win? I don't know. They really struggled last week against South Tama. You know, Knoxville's schedule really wasn't the greatest coming into even the Grinnell game. So, I, I don't know. I mean, Oskaloosa got shell-shocked last week against Pellin, and that's the only thing that's keeping me afloat. I'm going to say Grinnell, or I'm going to say Oskaloosa wins against uh, Knoxville. If Grinnell's rushing offense ran over Knoxville, I'm going to say Oskaloosa's rushing offense runs over Knoxville. So give me the Indians in a pretty good battle, I think it is going to be. I'm, I'm excited to see how that one shapes out. Um, but we'll just have to see. So anyway, um, so Grinnell, obviously I had the picks there, Grinnell, Pella, and Oski. Those are all the teams that I have winning this upcoming weekend. I don't have standings out in front of me. Uh, I have. I would have already posted my BCM rankings, but at this point in the season, I don't like using BCM because here you have a Western Dubuque team that beat the number one team in 3A, but yet when the rankings came out, Western Dubuque's not number one somehow. So I'm not going to go off BCM. I'm going to wait till the RPI rankings come out. Grinnell was 29th in RPI last week, and if you're wondering what RPI means, um, it's basically determining what happens when the playoffs come around like who gets in and who doesn't as for Grinnell's situation because a few people have asked me it's very possible Grinnell can get in the playoffs you're five and two hopefully they can win this week at South Tama you get a six and two Pella versus a six and two Grinnell which should be an absolutely phenomenal matchup at least we think um I don't know I I think Grinnell has good wins it stinks that ADM is four and three ADM lost this past weekend so now Grinnell has a better record than ADM uh, I know Mid Prairie's four and three. Technically, Mid Prairie, I think, is Grinnell's statistically best win on the year. Uh, but I don't don't quote me on that one. I'm gonna say, you know, Grinnell probably should move up pretty high in the RPI. I'd say maybe, possibly top 20. If anything, top 25. They were 29th last week in RPI. I don't know. I just feel like, you know, you have to reward based on straight the schedule and everything else. But. Let's just say this. If Grinnell wins out, they'll be in the playoffs. How about that? If Grinnell wins out, we'll make a run to the playoffs. But even if we lose to Pella, I, I don't know what's going to happen. We'll just have to see. I think it all wavers on if Oskaloosa loses and all this other stuff. But I don't know. We'll all have to figure out. Um, it's, all, it's all a matter of the waiting game. So anyway, that pretty much wraps it up for this week's recap of Grinnell football and football around 3A7. Again, Grinnell beats Newton 35-14. to 14. We go to South Tama next week, or this week, to take on the Trojans. And then don't forget, in two weeks before the Pella game at 6 o'clock during the freshman game, high school game day is coming to Grinnell, Iowa. And boy, we are excited. We have a lot of stuff planned for that. And I cannot wait for everyone to come on out. Uh, we're going to be there, rain, snow, sleet, or shine, according to the Weather Channel, which is two weeks ahead. It says it's supposed to be in the 50s. 
again, who knows what's going to happen there. But we're going to have a blast. And uh, as Coach Souser said, it should be one of the more electric atmospheres Grinnell's had in a long, long time. So anyway, that'll do it for the recap. Grinnell wins 35-14 to over Newton. And then all the other scores I said, Grinnell takes on South Tama this week. Thank you for listening to this part of the podcast. We'll send it back to my dad. Special guests. All right, welcome into our special guest segment for podcast number 24. We're kind of smoking along with these things. We are currently sitting in the Grinnell College Bear Complex poolside. So Blake and I have kind of gone some different places, but I, I wish I would have worn shorts because it's a little bit warm down in here. But today our special guest is Sarah Smith with the Grinnell swimming team for the girls. You are the, currently the head coach, mm -hmm. so welcome. Thank, Thank you for, you. Letting, for us, having us. letting us come in here. This yeah. is kind of neat to see what's going on. Uh, in a few minutes, we'll talk with a few of your swimmers and Great. see what they're doing and how their seasons are going. Okay. But first of all, a little bit of background on yourself. Yeah. How did you even get into being a swim coach, or is it deeper? Is it something that started... We won't say how many years ago, but <laughs> a long time that. ago. Yes, I do think that's fair. A long time ago. Uh, actually, I grew up here in Grinnell. And many years ago, uh, my parents put me in a program that currently exists still today called Tiger Sharks. It's a rec program. Um, I absolutely love swimming. It was something from the very start uh, that just clicked with me. Uh, I felt I've always felt super comfortable in the water. Enjoyed being in there and uh, loved competing and love competing against myself and against someone else making myself better all the time and then having someone else push me as well to make me better right um and so that started uh, i started uh, competitive swimming when i was eight years old wow uh and so swam with that parks and rec program all the way until high school and then uh swam with grinnell high school all four years um and again really really loved it and the coach at the time chris nass still one of my role models that um really built a lot of self-confidence in my with me and really made us aware of how we act towards others how um make sure that we're kind to others as we're competing on a team together and that really is is what i try to still have on our team here we don't compete against each other in ways that that bring each other down we're always supportive of each other um, she made a huge impact in my life and so um, I'm very thankful to, to uh, have her as a coach long ago well some of those younger days involved in tiger sharks we're, yeah. we're like three blocks from the swimming pool yeah. and they fill up all three blocks of cars yes. and I mean there's not a parking place around and there's people looking from the outside into the fence yes so that had to be a little bit yeah. crazy when you're eight years old to see Where's all these people come from? It is, yeah, it is. Um, you know, but on the other hand, you're at eight. You don't, you not, you're not, not noticing hardly anything. You're only worried about what am I swimming next and what can I remember what I am swimming so at the time. But no, it was it was a great experience and um, and loved it and um, and then and then ended up actually uh, really having some great success in high school. I did go to state all four years um, while I swam here at Grinnell High School. Had some amazing teammates. Um, we always brought all three relays to the state meet, which was awesome. Um, and ended up uh, in high school breaking the medley relay record twice. Um, and it's still there today. My goal as a coach is to have that broken because that thing is 
that's too old of a record to stay <laughs> on there. It's too old. So a goal of mine, we, oh man, I came very close. Uh, second year that I coached here at Grinnell High School, came within less than a second of breaking it, but uh, not meant to be that day, and that's okay. We'll keep working towards that goal. Um, and, and then, uh, yeah, so had some great successes there and then ended up swimming all four years at Luther College um, and really um, dropped a lot of times, met a lot of new people there too, um, and just really enjoyed my ride um, all through college as well. Got to train in uh, Grand Cayman for uh, 11 days. That was an amazing experience as well. So it's, swimming has always been a very center part of my life. It, it's something that I, I've thoroughly enjoyed and met a lot of awesome people along the way. Well, that's so, cool. Yeah. That, that college experience, like you said, you just get to meet so many different people. Yeah. And then where you travel, once you step yeah. out of the state of Iowa, even though Duluth is kind of a close net, but still, like you said, you went to the Cayman Islands. That's, that's pretty, that's pretty it was, cool. It was really, <laughs> really awesome. Cool. Yes, yeah. we swam a lot. It was really hard work, but uh, but it was a great trip. So, but uh, yeah, that was really awesome. Okay, so fast forward yeah. up to you started as assistant coach. I actually started uh, my first. No, my first time back in here was full head, head coach. coach. Yeah, um, I, I coached in college when I came back during the summer, Tiger Sharks, and then when I came back to town, we moved back here 13 years ago. My husband Dustin and I did uh, to raise our children, and uh, within a couple years, I went back into coaching in Tiger Sharks. And then about seven years ago now, uh, became the head coach uh, for the girls' high school team. You could say oh, you dove yeah. right in. I dove right <laughs> in again. That's oh, right. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> oh, dang it, man. <laughs> Do you know the real reason? The real reason why I got back into coaching. Honestly, when I left uh, high school and college, so I mean, I didn't. That was not. I, you know, that was not part of the goal or the mindset. Was I'm definitely going to be a swim coach when I grow up? That's not what I was thinking. I really wanted to give back to a program that gave so much to my life. Um, and I wanted to make sure that the girls had the experiences that I did, um, that gave, like I said, the confidence, um, awesome friendships that I still have today. I wanted those experiences for the girls here in town. Um, and boys too, but uh, but I was really thinking about the high school girls at the time, but uh, yeah. Well, that's just, I think that's kind of the storyline of all of the sports in Grinnell. There's always, a part of something you did to mm -hmm. come right back to it. And, yeah. and that's what's great about the city of yeah. Grinnell. I mean, our, our sporting program has so many alumni that have come back in and done different things into it. Yeah. And it, I think it makes us a stronger. So when other schools come and look, say, wait a second, I might I swam against her. <laughs> so it's like, and she's, give, she's right back in here doing it. So that's pretty yeah. cool. Um, all right. We're season. We're actually, we're, we had to last home meet mm -hmm. on Tuesday night. Yep. How has the season been? And are we doing good or are we just, I know every time we do a podcast, I always really emphasize on when you put on their personal bests or personal records, because I think I was never a great athlete in some sports. And I always looked at, I did a little bit better than I did last time. And, and that was always a motivator. And obviously yeah. for you, when you just made the comment, you, you went off your own times to make yourself better. So right, we right. try to emphasize on that when we talk about Thank the you. girls' performance. That it, it's in the, in the worst, not the worst thing, the good thing is, is we talked about personal best in the beginning of the year. And Tuesday night, there was second, third place, you know, yeah. and now we're seeing places and still a lot of personal bet we're seeing yeah. places though. Yeah. So it tells yep. it improvements is really being made. Right, absolutely. Yeah, we're, 
I'm I'm happy. We're right where I want us to be. I want us to be in the heart of the season, which we are right now. And uh, the girls are not loving me, especially their muscles are not loving me right now. They are really getting um, the hardest workouts that I have for the season right now. Um, and we'll continue to do that for the next couple of weeks. And then um, and then we'll taper, which is the greatest word a swimmer could ever hear. That um, for for a swim season, you really try to work all out as hard as you can. Um, every meet you're really tired at. So when I see personal best happening, that's a really good sign to me that we're where we need to be. Um, because once we hit the end of the season, I will really, really back down on how much we do. The intensity is still there, but how much, how many yards we do really backs off. And so at that point, they have a little bit more time to rest. And then that's when those last couple meets, we really see a lot of time get shaved off every every race that they're in. But I'm, I'm really happy what I'm seeing right now. What is the, the biggest difference? We, we hear the word relay. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and I, when my youngest was in track, I even worked some track meets mm -hmm. with you and, your, mm -hmm. and Dustin. And yeah. So what is the biggest difference between when we talk about track, which mm -hmm. is almost mm -hmm. all leg strength, yeah. and here it's a combination of coordination of the two, your hands and arms and yeah. feet all working together. Yeah. How is that different for an athlete? The biggest part is to not forget that both parts need to work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, I think that's one thing that we, I see a lot. Um, a friend of mine teases me that he thinks he can be a swim coach because pretty much all I'm doing is showing them either to kick or to move their arms faster. Yes, but there's more to it than that. But it really is, um, it's, it's focus. Every single time that we're at a practice, that we're racing, they really need to have awareness of um, kicking all the time. Yeah, using all their legs strength that they can throughout the entire race, throughout the entire practice, and then also their arms. Um, our arm strength plays a huge um, play, a huge part in, in what we're um, in every race and practice. Because if that's not there, um, it, it's really hard to have the momentum to finish hard the way you should so right. but I would say for for girls high school swimming the big thing is yes the arms are really really important and we definitely make sure we do that but kicking is sometimes really forgotten because you can get pretty good strength off of just your arms but that little extra amount that you can have a strong kick with those arms really makes a huge difference in a race and a practice so that's that's what really we focus right. on right well one thing that you know I've noticed with a lot of the boys swimming team and this is coming from fathers of, of boy swimmers that it's like, man, I can't wait till they start swimming because he's going to start losing weight or start yeah. leaning down. And, and they just they've all said it's so incredible how their muscle mass just in across their shoulders and their arms. They when they're off, they just kind of get, I won't say flabby, but mm -hmm. then when swimming comes on, it's just like a totally different kid walking mm -hmm. around that they, they have a better posture. Yes. <laughs> So it's I'll a complete, a you'll have to pick on some of the girls and ask them how they're feeling. Cause I'll I would guess there's not one muscle that doesn't hurt right now. And that's just the way it is during swim yeah. season. I'll pick on Ellie Durr's <laughs> dad, Scott, cause he always made the comment about Levi. He goes, yes. I always just think he's just walking around with his shoulders up high. And then the first two weeks of swimming, you go and grab his shoulder and he's like a bear cat. No, those are really <laughs> all muscles right there. <laughs> so it is amazing. It's a, yeah, it's a great workout. And, and I do see, uh, in the girls' season as well, and the boys too. I do have a son that swims now. Um, as he'll be a sophomore this year, but yeah, they they really get incredibly strong, and I can tell that as we go throughout the season, because um, we do spend a good amount of time in the weight room as well as in the pool, and that's just a complete 
workout and they really Change. yeah shed a lot of weight i've had girls in the past tease that they never get clothes at the beginning of the season because by the time the end of the season is here nothing fits so <laughs> it's okay that's that is yeah, a good that's thing. okay <laughs> so, okay well we're we're gonna take a break not a break from you but yep. we're going to uh talk to a few of the girls that you have with mm -hmm. us today and then we'll kind of wrap everything back up we'll go through as many as you want to bring up here we'll Sounds talk great. to them Great. And uh, then we'll come back and follow up with you for the remainder of the season to tell us what's going on. Awesome. Okay. All, right. All right. Sounds good. Who do you have with us first? So great. So let's, I'm going to uh, do our uh, two senior captains that are here this evening. So the first one, Emily, you're going to go first. Emily Small, a senior. And Emily specializes in, uh, in sprinting, although we've had her do some 500s lately too, which she loves. All right. Emily, welcome. Don't be embarrassed. Okay. We don't have a camera. Okay. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about any camera shots. But I, I'm going to let Blake do all the interviews for you girls. So okay. he's, he's 35 years younger than me, so you don't have to worry about some old guy <coughs> talking to you. So, Emily, you just celebrated senior night uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, you know, you've been swimming for a long time, I assume. Yep. How long have you been swimming? Um, 12 years with Sarah. Mm -hmm. Yep. You've been able to put up with that for 12 years? I don't know how she's been able to put up with me <laughs> for 12 years. <laughs> so 12 years uh, with her, but then before that, did you? Yeah, I did a little bit of swim lessons with some high school kids, mm -hmm. but then I started seriously swimming with Sarah. What What made you want to join swimming? What What was so appealing about it? Did your parents make you do it? Yeah. Or, yeah what did your parents <laughs> make you do? <laughs> yeah. But have, as time has gone on, have you enjoyed it more than you did you yes. know, those years ago? Yeah. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I just think I thought that I was pretty good at it, so I wanted to stick with it. That, that's that's a good answer. Yeah. <laughs> so getting into the swimming aspect, uh, what's the hardest stroke you have to do? I assume the answers will probably be the same through all you guys, but for you personally, what's the hardest stroke you end up having to do? Butterfly. Butterfly. And why is that? Because it is so much physical effort, especially to swing your arms around, mm -hmm. swing your shoulders around. It's really hard on the shoulders. And in the events that you swim, do you find yourself having to, like, do you have to do the butterfly a lot? Nope. Nope. So I used to. <laughs> you used to, but now you get I to don't. avoid it now. <laughs> yeah. So from hardest to easiest, what's the easiest? Is it just freestyle or yeah. is, it, is it freestyle? So I guess what's the second easiest? Because freestyle, I mean, most people, when they jump into a pool, they're doing freestyle. But yeah. what's the second easiest? Backstroke because it's freestyle on your back. That's, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like that would be harder. Um so give us, what are the other strokes that you guys have to do? And what do, they, what do you have to do while doing them? The other one is breaststroke. And usually when you teach it, you say it looks like a frog. Oh. Like oh, frog legs. Yeah. yeah. Is that the one that takes forever? Yeah. Yeah. So if you ever see a 500 breaststroke, it takes a Oh, while. yeah. Yeah. It it's takes gonna like take eight minutes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then, so breaststroke, butterfly, are we missing one? Freestyle. Backstroke. Backstroke. And then that's it? Yep. Is there four of them? Nope, that's, that's just four. I'll take that. Are all those something that you compete in? I mean, or you could compete in. Those are all competitive races? Yes. So if, if you come to a swim meet, you're going to see someone doing them? Yeah. And which ones do you do? I just do freestyle and backstroke usually, but I used to do everything. Do you do them just individually, or do you do them as a medley or like in a group? You do two events individually and then two as a group. Do you, do you dive? Have you ever dived? I don't. Don't dive. So we can't ask any diving questions. Well, no. so what about the distance on those? Are they, do you just go up and back? You got to go up and back a couple times or? There are some of them where you go down and back 
twice, and then there are relays. There's four people who do it at once. Okay. And then there's a relay where four people do it four times. So they go down, back, down, back. Yep. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so how if, if you're to swim, I don't want to swim, but how, how far is that just across, one way? 25 yards. Okay. And typically, is there any races that it's just one one way, or are you always down and back? It's always down and back, but when you're eight and under, you can go down once. I'd must probably be able to compete Yeah, I was going to say, must have been nice. <laughs> yeah, it was really nice. I kind of miss it. <laughs> um, so Grinnell obviously has a great pool. I feel like you guys are pretty thankful to be in this yep. one. Uh, who has the best and worst pool in the state? Um, we'll start with worst. That you've been to. <laughs> it's okay. We if won't you throw say worst. How about the one that you dislike the most? Of yeah, dislike. Um, I don't know. I kind of like away pools, even if they feel kind of sticky mm -hmm. or like really thick, mm -hmm. just because I like the the change right, in scenery. Right. But, but I've been to like a lot of pools, so it's hard to. It is nice that Grinnell out. has ten lanes. Yeah. You know what? Williamsburg only had six. Yeah, six Brooklyn has four. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Lord, that takes forever. Um, so what's the best? I assume it's probably one in Des Moines. Um, hmm. Are we right here seeing it? The one that I swim at, I think Grinnell is the best, but the best one that I've been to but haven't swam in, I think, is Iowa. Oh, University of Iowa? Yeah. yeah that makes sense. Um, and then one of the final questions, so do you do any other sports? Yes. So it's it may seem like a crazy question, but does swimming help with, like, any of those other sports? What, yes. How does that? Time. How does that? How does that happen? It keeps you in shape, mm -hmm. and then, like, I do soccer and tennis mm -hmm. right now. Yep. Like a lot of running. It helps with the running. Really? Yeah, because so of even all the cardio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even in the water when you're kicking and everything else? Yeah. So out of all year long, how much of the year do you find yourself swimming? Is it just during the swimming season or is it? All year round. All year round. I just do competitive during the swimming season usually. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, is there, like in other sports, they have AU, basketball, blah, blah, blah. Is there other competitive, if you wanted to go swim in the summer, some, you could go swim competitive yeah. on your own too? Yeah. That works. All right. Well, thank you, Emily. Thank uh, you. Good luck on the rest of the season. Thanks for taking time to talk with us. Thank you. Shivani. Hi. Hi. We're going to talk some swimming. Okay. So how long have you been a swimmer? You just had senior night, a couple, yeah. that was probably like a big mm -hmm. moment. Yeah, looking for back. sure. Yeah. It but was, mm -hmm. how long, how long have you swam? Um, so I have been taking private lessons since I was six because I would go between my mom and my dad's and I wanted to be able to swim both places. Mm -hmm. um, but I have been doing the swim team, high school swim team all four years. Um, so yeah, that was definitely a very emotional moment. <laughs> um, but it was, it's been a lot of fun. What, what made you want to swim? I think I just loved, first of all, there's like the whole mermaid aspect, oh. definitely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, and then I think there's just something I really enjoy about being in the water versus like running on land or something. It's just a lot, a lot nicer for me. I'll change up the questions from Emily so that way we're not repetitive. Mm -hmm. uh, you've done, you do relay and you do single. What, mm -hmm. do you, what do you like more? Do you yes. like being in relay or do you like being in single? Um, I think when you're in a single event, you really focus on your own times, right. and that's nice. You're really thinking about what you're achieving, what your improvement is. Um, but relays are also fun, just kind of in a different way, in like a team way. Um, I do think I probably do enjoy individual events more. Yeah. Is, is there a lot of pressure on when you're in a relay? Um, I do think there's definitely 
some for um, working together. Like each person has to really carry their part of the, do their part in the team. Um, so there's definitely that pressure, yeah. Uh, what's, what's been your favorite aspect of being on the swim team in high school these four years? Um, I do think the community has always been really interesting. The girls who join the swim team are always crazy and awesome <laughs> in so many different ways. And I do mean really crazy. But um, they're just a lot of fun to see every day. Like their faces you enjoy seeing at like 5.30 in the morning, 6 in the morning. Mm -hmm. And um, that's, that's probably my favorite part. So you've swam at a lot of places in four mm -hmm. years. Uh, what was your you know, least favorite place to swim at and mm. what was your favorite place to swim at? Grinnell has a great Ooh. place, but mm. I guess besides that, mm. is there one that just sticks out that you probably didn't want to go back to? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't actually remember where it was, but there was a pool that had, I think it was like some kind of moss or algae oh. floating on the surface. <laughs> we weren't quite sure and it wasn't clear what it was, but it was really sketchy looking. And that and was in high school? Yes. What yep. in the world? I actually, though, don't remember. Meets kind of blur together. Probably glad while. that we don't say who that was. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what's the. Is that when you get out and say, I want to take a shower <laughs> yes. now? Yes, <laughs> definitely. So, what's what's your favorite pool that you've been to besides um, here in Grinnell? Because Grinnell has a really nice pool. Yeah. I think I have really enjoyed Indianola YMCA. Um, and a lot of those, like, community YMCAs are really I was going to nice. say, do you swim at mostly YMCAs, or is there a surprising amount of high schools? I think there are a surprising amount of high schools. Um, it's really a pretty even mix, I think. Are the high school pools usually smaller than YMCAs? Yes. By far? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So um, in, the, in the swimming world, mm -hmm. just like so if we talk to a baseball player, mm -hmm. a football player, a basketball player, they always have someone they watch and someone mm -hmm. that they follow. And right. of course, for the most part, we're always exposed to when the Olympics come or mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. trials and everything up to it. Right. Is there a certain swimmer mm -hmm. that you follow? Are you really like to say, mm -hmm. I want to be like her or mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. like the way she swims it. I wish I could do that. Mm -hmm. Is there anyone that's on your list? Um, actually, more of like a perhaps local athlete, uh, Jesse Moore from a couple years back was definitely very inspirational. Um, I do remember when I watched her swim, I was amazed by how fast she could go and her form and everything. Um, it's true that it is really the Olympic swimmers that I think we see most often, um, and they probably are the main main inspiration for most of us. So I guess final question. Mm -hmm. You are in other sports, correct? Yes. Yeah, so we asked this one to Emily, and I like mm -hmm. asking this to a lot of different athletes. Mm -hmm. athletes. Uh, what, what does swimming do to help you in other sports that you do? I think the biggest thing for me is cardio. Mm -hmm. Swimming um, really makes you think about how you're holding your breath um, and uh, working on that cardio stamina, um, how long you can go, how many strokes you can take. Um, and that really carries over to tennis, my other sport. Mm -hmm. um, I think being, a, being really light on your feet and like having that stamina so that you can kind of keep moving for a really extended period of time is probably my biggest connection. That's cool. At the end of the last year, during yes. tennis season, I just butchered <laughs> your name on a, a couple podcasts. So and the announcers do, too. You're not alone. <laughs> so for the record, just go ahead mm -hmm. and say your whole name so I have it buried into my head. Okay. And I don't mess it up anymore. Mm -hmm. Because I still will, but I just <laughs> want to do that. My name is Shivani Subramaniam. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you yes. for taking time to talk Thank to us, Shivani. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll move on to the next person. Okay. Yep.
Malin. Hey. All right. So you sent me these questions. Yeah, I I'm, did. I'm going to change some of these up, though. But I'll start with what we've asked everyone. How long have you been swimming? Um, a long time. Long time. Have you swam? Let's let's backtrack. Like fifth grade, were you swimming? Way before that. I probably started swimming when I was like seven or eight. Do you know what got you into that? Your parents make you get into it, or did kind you just? Kind of like my mom swam in high school. She swam with Sarah when she was younger too. So. So in terms of swimming, well, let's talk about this practice. What it, what does the practice look like for you guys? I know you guys were kind of you know warming up, but is it all warm up or what is what do practices consist of? So you have your warm up, which is usually 200 yards of swim followed by kick, and then another 200 of pulling, which is just your arms and then usually followed by another 200 of full swim. And then you go on to your main set, which kind of like works on your technique and your endurance. And then there might be one other set after that, and then you have your cool down. How well do you think practices like this, or do practices change days before meets? Like on a, say you have a meet on Thursday, does the practice change on Wednesday? Like is it a hard practice or is it a light practice? It kind of depends on who's going to be there and like when the meet is and how many meets we have in a week. So like, if we have two meets during a week, our practices might be a little more intense. Or like if we don't have any meets at all, it'll be a pretty chill week and easy practice. So talking about strokes, I assume your answer will be the same as Emily's that we asked, but what's the hardest stroke that you do? Butterfly. 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 So why is that? You don't get a break ever for like breathing or anything and it's you're using your whole core the whole time and you're moving your arms at the same time it's just a lot of work so the easiest is freestyle yeah. i assume the second easiest is probably backstroke backstroke freestyle do you think i mean in terms of time differences say like if you're just going 25 yards how much faster is freestyle than uh on your back would you say it's that big of a difference? Probably not. I mean, I don't swim backstroke very much, mm -hmm. so it's probably a little easier on your stomach because you can see where you're going a lot easier, but I really don't know. And in terms of the backstroke, you don't start from the board, do you? No. I was going to say, you can't backwards dive into the water. No, there's there's little bars under uh -huh. under the blocks where you you still dive on your back. but. Right, right. So as we're, if we turn around, Shivani's swimming right now, and it looks like, do you actually see anything when you're swimming? I mean, like I, when your coaches are yelling at you. Turns her head, it looks outside, but when she has her head down, what do you actually look at? The black line? You look at the black line, because that kind of shows you where you're at. And then once you see like the T, you know that you have like one or two strokes before you go into your turn. And explain that penalty. Explain the penalty of swimming too far, because I don't think a lot of people know that's a penalty. Like when you get ready to flip against the wall, what's the penalty? Like how many strokes do you have to be away from the wall before you can then flip and start move, or you can finally get out of the stroke you're doing to then go into the flip? Well, it kind of depends. So like on backstroke, you have to be on your back the whole time, unless you're flipping over for your turn. Mm -hmm. To which point you can float for a little bit, but you can't take like a freestyle stroke but usually for any other stroke it doesn't really matter unless you miss the wall and then that counts as not finishing 
sort right, of. Right. I'm going to steal one of my dad's questions. <laughs> so as a swimmer or as a, you know, as a football fan, a basketball fan, I look up to people in that certain sport. In swimming with the Olympics or college, uh, what's the athlete that you look up to the most as a swimmer? Oh, boy. Um, probably either, like, on the women's side, it was probably Katie Ledecky. Yeah. She's amazing. She's really strong and everything. And on the men's side, um, Michael Bruce, he graduated a couple years ago from Grinnell College. I met him at a swim camp a few years ago, and he was just, like, a really nice guy, like, all the time. And I remember one time at this camp, I cramped, and he sat on deck with me for half an hour, like, until I was able to get back in. Mm -hmm. Wow. So I guess the final question I'll ask, you're in tennis, yeah. just tennis. Uh, so in terms of swimming, we've heard that cardio is the biggest carryover from tennis, but can you think of any others that, you know, when doing tennis, it helps you play, or when you're swimming, it helps you play tennis a little bit better? Probably the focus that you get. It's like when you're swimming, you have to remain focused and keep count all the time of what's going on. And I feel like that's a good carryover into tennis because you have to know what's going on the whole time and you have to be able to pay attention for a long amount of time if, if your set goes really long. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, well... I think that wraps up our questions. We're right. hopefully we got you out a little bit of practice. You were testing or like <laughs> running up back a little bit. I have one more. Oh, we got one more. What's it like with your mom being one of the coaches? <laughs> I knew that question was coming. <laughs> That's a good question. It's really not that bad. I mean, I've had it forever, so. Um, yeah, I mean, she usually deals with like the newer swimmers who don't really know how to swim. But there's every once in a while where I'm like, go coach the other kids. I'm fine. Do you ever have the point where, I guess it's Sarah, your mom, and is there one other coach? Deidre Freeman. Okay. She's the diving coach. Is, is there at any time where they get in and say, I'm going to show you what I mean? No. Oh. Not yet this year. Oh, Sometimes my mom will get in with some of the other kids. And they're like, I'll swim with you. Don't they jump in at the end of the year? Is that is that or is that only on the guys' side? That might be only on the guys' I side. I swear, there was some time I heard that the coaches just jump into the pool at the end of the year just because I don't know. Wait, I do remember we got to push Sarah in last year. I do remember that. I do. There you go. That's what you guys look forward to. Yes. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, uh, thank you for answering our questions mm -hmm. and uh, good luck the rest of the season. And we'll pass it on to our last person. Thanks. Hannah B. Thank you. Coming up. Hannah likes being interviewed by us. You're not on camera this time. I know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need to know what the questions are going to be. Okay, well. Um, <laughs> oh, no, come on, Hannah. Yeah, I had to prepare. No, no one else had to I was going to say, no one, no one else, the only thing, yeah, make sure the mic's close to you. These are pretty simple questions. Okay. They're not like softball where I just <laughs> made them up on the spot. That's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> it's okay if you wait a, a little bit. A few of them will be. <laughs> <laughs> so I get We'll start out. How long have you been swimming? Um, Turns immediately like to coach. 12, 12 years. 12 probably. years. Like probably since like 2007 or 2008. So what what got you into swimming? Parents? 
Yeah, I don't think my parents. I don't. I was like really young. They probably just put me in it. I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's that's a common answer. The parents just really like their kids swimming. Um, so you you were injured for a little bit of the beginning of the year. Yeah, correct? I had surgery mm -hmm. after so or sort of after softball right. season. Right. So what was it like to come in? You know, midway through the season after not being able to swim that whole first part. Um, it was stressful. Like my times haven't been as good, and that's hard. But do you feel you're improving though from the time that you yeah, started? I do. Have you put in more practice because of that, or because of your surgery, you just haven't been able to do much in terms of physical yeah, activity? Yeah, I wasn't able to do much from my surgery. So, talking about swimming, what what do you swim in in terms of relay and single? Um, for the most part, I just swim freestyle and mm -hmm. sprint events. Do you, ha do you have a favorite between those two? Um, the 50. <laughs> so that's just down and back. Yeah. I would be right with you, Hannah. Yeah. Do you, do have you swam a 500 before? Yeah. Does Not this year. Does everybody on the team swim a 500 usually yeah, once? Yeah, once? usually. Is, is that, that, is that punishment? Yeah, I was going to say, Sarah? is that dreaded? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you've swam, obviously, all four years here yeah. at high school. Uh, do you have a favorite memory from the – or three years, I should say, because you're a junior, um, right? Yep. Well, yeah, one time after our swimming in Decora, Sarah wouldn't let us get uh, ice cream after we went out for pizza, so we all laid under the bus and protested. What in the world? <laughs> to, like, we didn't want to leave, so we laid under the bus, and then she took, like, two hours getting her pizza, so we could have went and got ice cream, but we didn't. That is extreme. <laughs> did, did she at least take you to Mabe's in Decora? Yeah, right? Well, at least oh. she took you to a good pizza <laughs> place. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys obviously travel a lot uh, and do a lot of different mm -hmm. swim meets. Some swim meets are longer than others. I just wonder, besides you know coming down whenever your friends are swimming, you always talk to each other here at the end of the pool. Um, first of all, how do, what do you do to keep yourself busy during these long swim meets? And second, do you actually think the people, or when you're swimming, can you hear anything that the people are saying? Um, okay, so first off, what we I do to keep busy... I eat. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> or I I don't I think we're just usually over here cheering people on whenever we're not swimming. And no, you can't really hear. You cannot them. hear people. No. So there is a lot of just unnecessary noise yeah. in these places. <laughs> it looks good. <laughs> so even though they say never go swimming on a full stomach, you still eat. Yeah. <laughs> I well as long as you eat like good stuff it's okay, okay. I think. So I, one of the final questions, you're in softball and basketball. Nope. Or no basketball. Softball and swimming. Yeah. Uh, how do you split that time between doing both sporting events? Um, usually, like, summer to, well, like, midway through summer, I guess, to, like, November through November is swimming, and then just the rest of the year is softball. All softball. Does swimming help with softball any? Yeah, well, swimming just keeps you in shape because it's really hard. Right, right. But, like, in terms of, uh, you know, cardio and stuff, do you think that carries yeah, over? Yeah, I would say so. What about for your arm, for pitching? I mean, does does the strokes of muscle. muscle build up, or is it totally different when you're pitching? I don't know. It's like, I guess it probably does help a little bit, but it's kind of like the opposite because I don't do backstroke, and that would be the only one that would be, like, closer, you know? Hint, hint, Sarah. Know. Backstroke maybe might be something. 
I'm not good at backstroke. Gotta get it going. She's going home and say, Dad, that Dan Walker. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully we've kept you out of enough of practice time for talking to us. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Thank you for sitting down and talking to us, and good luck with the rest of your swimming Thank season. You. Yeah. And we can't wait to softball season so we come yeah. buggy again. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we won't do it on camera this time. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go back to Sarah. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you, Hannah. <laughs> Thank you. So you obviously have a very wide group of people, <laughs> different personalities <laughs> oh and yeah. everything. Yes. Um, you know what, in the end – you know what do you what do you want all your swimmers to take away at the end of the season? I mean, what's the biggest takeaway you want them to have? Honestly, after the end of the season, two things. I want them to to drop times, their own times. Mm-hmm. I want them to get faster and stronger in every single race. But then on a broader thought, a broader scale, I I want them to make friends with people they wouldn't otherwise be friends with during the season. I want them to talk to people they wouldn't otherwise talk to in high school. Um, and really know what that's like to be be on a team. Because I, I honestly, I sort of feel like some of this is kind of like how it is when you start to work right. yep. in an office. You have to, you know, be a great coworker, teammate with someone else you may not always get along with, but um, encourage them to do their best. And that's something I really, the skill that I really want them to leave with is how to. Uh, be a good teammate and be a good friend to someone you may not otherwise have a chance to be a friend with in other circles. Well, I think Shivani actually nailed it because she said that when she got into swimming, she never knew all the different types of girls. Uh And she said, I never would have guessed how crazy some of these girls are. (laughs) And she said, it's just so many different personalities. And she said, now we're all friends. So I think that, I mean, kind of nails exactly what you just said. And and Mm -hmm. she as a senior, she recognized it and yeah. has pulled it out to say that's one thing that she is emphasized by this swim yeah. team. Yeah. So that that is a, a big hear. big thing coming out of a senior's mouth. So it's awesome. I mean, we've had senior night, but is there still one? There still might be one more chance that people can come to Grinnell and possibly yeah, see them. There might be a chance. Um, I think I'll hear in the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girls' athletic union likes this pool surprising not surprising at all this is a great i mean this is an amazing facility i always walk in here and always i'm thankful and do a little double take that this is where we get to be every single day this is the best pool our girls will swim in all season long um and so the, the state loves for us to host districts if we can um anytime so we'll hear that in a couple next couple days so we'll see that word across yeah Yeah. and then then if we do host yeah Yeah. and we have one more chance which is actually a cool opportunity because at districts there is a huge array of uh different caliber of swimmers that are here um Chet Culver and his wife came last time we had it so uh because his daughter goes to Dowling um and anyway um it's it's really cool to see all the different swimmers here together yeah. i've had my niece she went to linmar marion oh, wow. and mm-hmm. she her four years in high school she swam her all four years and mm-hmm. then to go on the, to wartburg and she said she still the ability to come back she said this is one of the best places she ever swam so it's it's amazing it is it is unreal that we have this in grinnell yeah we are very fortunate i want to see state divers I'm already mesmerized by diving at the hi- <laughs> like just at you know whenever these people come, but I'm like I can't imagine people diving for state. It's uh, it's 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 unbelievable the talent that's mm-hmm, there. Right. It's it's really and it's 
I mean, I, I, it's beautiful. Right. It really is. Right. I mean, when they get to that level of, of doing the dives that they do, it's it's really beautiful mm -hmm. to watch. And even in swimming at state level, oh, I mean, there could be a few Olympic amazing. swimmers oh, just yeah, kind of absolutely. spread throughout. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, um, one swimmer I'm excited to see this year, um, her sister, Ruby Martin, actually I got to see at time um, qualification, Olympic qualifying um, in, not in I'm sorry, Knoxville, I was going to say, no, in <laughs> Omaha. Uh, Olympic qualifying in Omaha a couple years ago and her sister placed eighth which is really I mean that is amazing to right, get to right. that point in your career um, and now her younger sister is swimming in high school so I'm excited to see wow. where she gets yeah I mean the times honestly I'll have to say at state those girls are machines right I mean that is that's all they do all the time all year round which is awesome for them right um we don't we don't have that here in Grinnell and, and that's okay right that's totally fine um, still that's a lot what, of fun to watch it's still a ton of fun to watch it's still a ton of fun for our girls mm -hmm. to compete yep. on this team together um but where we are in the state of Iowa at state is um it's a full-time job but um it's amazing to watch well I think it's like any other sport the ones that are really good at it as much as high school sport coaches hate it but the ones that are really good at it, they just do it 12 months a year yeah, and they, they do. They pick mm -hmm. one sport, and that's it, yep. and that's all they do. And, yep. you know, the achievements they true. have is very good, but yes. yet some of those athletes are so talented they could be helping all the way across the board. Yeah, I agree. And they're just they're making that isolation. Yeah. So of your, your meet you had, that is – you don't have any more away meets or anything? No, we do have. Um, so next week we go to Des Moines Hoover. And then the following, uh, so a week from Saturday we have, we're in two different conferences. Uh, I think, I don't <laughs> The first, the original conference we were in was the North Central Iowa Swim Conference. And that's going to take place on Saturday, October 19th in Boone. Okay. Um, that's both swimming and diving. Um, and then... Um, then the fall, so then the, mm, so that's Tuesday and Saturday. And then the following Tuesday is the little Hawkeye conference swim meet. And that's in Indianola. Um, it's kind of unfair, but we, we originally did it cause we wanted to score more points against Pella <laughs> cause you know, every win you get in different right, conference, right. you know, venues, but Pella wouldn't allow that. So it's still fun to have this, uh, this conference meet, but so Newton, and Pella are on a team together. And then Knoxville and Indianola are on a team together. And then it's us. It's weird. So um, I, I still love going to the meet. It's a great right, to right. have a little Hawkeye conference meet because when I was in high school, that wasn't something other schools had. Right. So it's awesome that other schools have swimming. It's just, it we're kind of landlocked. It's unfair where right. we're at. We right. have, an, and she's not here tonight or else I was gonna have you interview her, but we do have a swimmer from Brooklyn, mm -hmm. um, which is awesome. But that's really, we're just kind of Powsheet County. Everyone <laughs> else swims with other schools right. if they have swimmers, but that's okay. Cool. So. How, a couple of last questions. Yeah. Where is it that you go and start to find girls to swim? Is it mm -hmm. just being around the Tiger Sharks? Because it seems like there is a quite a big number of young kids that are in Tiger Sharks. Mm -hmm. Is it just trying to keep the interest? Don't yes. lose interest. Don't lose. <laughs> just stay yes. in it. I it mean, is. And I... In Tiger Sharks, um, yes, it's it's through, the Tiger Shark program is my feeder program for the high school, and I do still coach um, for that program and build relationships with those girls and boys to make sure that they want to swim in high school. Um, it, it, I do make sure that they don't get burned out by the time they get to high school. A lot of the younger swimmers we're seeing are achieving some really, really awesome times, 
they are swimming a ton of yardage. And by the time they get to high school, they're sick of it and they don't want to do it. I'm also keeping in mind how much fun and how wonderful it was for me to swim in college. And so for our high school swimmers, I don't want to burn them out. So they want to swim in college as well. So this is fine mix. It's a, it's right. a, it's a delicate balance of making sure they get enough yardage so they're competitive, but not burnt out. For the next step, so like of the seniors you have, mm-hmm. what is the opportunity for college? I mean, is it, is it just like any other sport? Someone comes out and, mm-hmm. or as a coach, you say, send something to Luther or Wartbridge say, hey, I got a girl you should take a look at. Is it the same process yep. like any other sports? And it's, yep, they same come thing, out yep, and same thing, uh, you know, same. There's websites that, you know, you can uh, put your name in and have colleges look at you yep. uh, for swimming. Same exact thing. Yep, it's a, yeah, relationship building. Is yeah. there, do you have any girls that are thinking swimming beyond high school? Yep, uh, Emily is thinking uh, beyond high school. Um, next year. I'm not sure exactly where she's wanting to go. I know she's looking at Iowa Central, which has a great uh, swimming program for a community college. So I think that might be a really, actually a really good fit for her right now. So yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I tell you what, this is, this has been an experience. Awesome. And uh, (laughs) it's fun. That's awesome. Anytime that we have the opportunity to come and talk to coaches and let alone right in your world. Yes. And then to bring the <laughs> girls in and have them come up either before they got in the water or when they come up out of the water. Yeah. And the smile on their faces that they love to talk about swimming. That's, really that's even a plus for us, too. Right. So it is. We, we're <laughs> grateful that you said Thank yes. You. We'd come into your world and have an air view. And Great. is uh, there anything you want to say to parents or it, we got getting more and more high school kids that may have an interest to come swim mm-hmm. anything you want to throw out there as oh, a, that's a, a good carrot question for, for the end here that's yeah. a good one uh you know for i'm going to go with the second question you had first and i'll go into the parents okay. at the end so the first one anyone interested in swimming i want to remind everyone we talked a lot about people that are were in tiger shark program and then coming into high school but there are so many swimmers that i see that have never done any swimming and can start that first day of high school swimming and compete in the first meet and have a ton of success. I'm thinking in particular a couple years ago, I had a girl start uh, who didn't have the right swimsuit for practice, didn't know to wear goggles, didn't know to a swim cap, and didn't like to have her face in the water. So we had those four things working against <laughs> us right away. At, by the time she was done with her freshman year, she was one of my fastest sprinters Um, and continued to get faster until her senior year. And swimming was one of the only things she ever did in high school. Um, So anyone can do this. Um, Now, she worked hard. I mean, this is, it's, it's, it's a good amount of hard work, but it's really, it's really great. And I try to make sure too, we mix a lot of fun and hard work at the same time. So everyone enjoys it. Yeah, you're going to be sore. Yes, you're going to be tired, but that's part of being in a sport. Um, So anyone can do this. Um, just takes a lot of a lot of hard work and and the ability to have some fun once in a while too. Wow. So, and to the parents, I want to thank them for the getting the girls here or waking them up and getting them here for early morning practices from time to time at 6 a.m. Um, and just just understanding that it, it takes a lot out of them too, and um, for them to um, encourage their swimmers, their their children to keep coming out and to come to swim meets and cheer us on. That really means a lot to all of us. So I thank them. For their dedication well we we thank you very much again for taking your time out tonight i know that you, you have a couple of 
great assistant coaches I here do, helping yes. you to keep keep everything <laughs> yes. going. So yes. thank you again, and uh, we'll keep following you and making reports on you guys. Thank so. you guys for all of your dedication to swimming and all the sports. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thank, thank you. you, Sarah. All right. Thank you, Coach Sarah Smith and this incredible girls varsity swimming team. It was really a joy to sit here poolside and and just see what they do for their practices and you know the difference of being in something that is so hot when it's kind of cooler outside so really need to sit down and chat with them Blake and I had a great time all right well let's take a quick word from our sponsors and then we'll be right back to finish up with the sporting events that's going on in the Grinnell High School for the week of October 14th Hey there, I'm Joey Pauliai, third generation owner of Pauliai's in Grinnell. Since 1957, we've been serving you the flavors you savor. Dine in, carry out, or pick up our frozen pizzas for a night in. Our promise to you, everything is made from scratch and we only use the freshest ingredients, guaranteed. Plus, get your kids signed up for our Pax Pals program to get free pizza and shirts. Visit Pauliai'sGrinnellIA.com or ask your server how to sign up. See you soon at Pauliai's Pizza Grinnell on 5th Ave between Main and Broad Street. Tomorrow, some fear the uncertainty it brings. Some trust the promise it holds. At Grinnell Mutual, we are always looking forward to tomorrow, growing and innovating. So even if the plans you have for the future aren't the same as the plans the future holds for you, you can be ready. Because we'll be ready, like we have been for over 100 years. Trust in that. Trust in tomorrow. Talk to a Grinnell Mutual agent today. All right, as always, the Tiger Sports Livestream Network podcast is brought to you by Polly Eyes Pizza and Grinnell Mutual. Thank you again for your support. All right, sports going on. Starting tonight, the uh, cross-country JV Varsity Conference meet is in Oskaloosa. That is starts at 5 o'clock. The JV football game versus Newton is at Newton at 5.30. That starts that is at the H.A. Lynn Stadium. And then going on to Tuesday night, the JV girls compete against Pella at the Pella High School along with the varsity girls match. So the JV girls start at 5 and the uh, varsity girls start at 7.15. So that's down in Pella. Uh, Thursday night, we jump over to a varsity girls conference meet versus Pella. Again, so travel back to Pella for uh, the little Hawkeye Conference volleyball uh, meetup. And then the girls' swimming team travels over to Des Moines Hoover for a varsity girls' swim meet there, and that starts at 5.30, so that's Thursday night. And then, of course, leading up to the uh, big games Friday night up at South Tama, the ninth grade boys start at 4.45, and the varsity boys start at 7.30, uh, and that's against the South Tama Tro- Trojans, and that is kind of the, the ri- rivalry night for the – uh, battle of the helmets so w- everyone is welcome to travel on up and i encourage you to do travel up to watch this this improving varsity football team that is is becoming to be a very fun team to watch friday night was as blake talked about that was incredible on saturday morning we wake up to state marching band competition in pella high school and then uh, the girls volleyball they travel to, uh, I guess, two different places. The JV team goes over to East Marshall. They will play in the tournaments against Belle Plaine, East Marshall, Glaber, Grimebeck, Limbo, Sully, Roland Story, 
South Hamilton and West Marshall, and that's a 9 o'clock start time. And then on uh, the varsity team travels to Boone, Iowa, and that's a 10 o'clock start time. They'll play against Boone, Decorah, Newton, Oskaloosa, Vinton, Shellsburg, and Williamsburg. So that is our sports looking forward to the week of, I guess, starting tonight and all the way until Friday and Saturday. Blake kind of mentioned last week we do have some really big news we'd like to share on the last home football game against Pella on the 25th. We are having game day, which if all those people out there that go and get up every morning and watch college game day, we're going to have our own high school game day effect. Uh, We're going to have... Uh, starting out with food so people can come in and eat at the stadium. We'll have hot dogs and hamburgers grilling on the backside. The Grinnell Boosters Club will be serving those up for a fee out of the concession stand. We're going to have a sports desk set up with myself, Blake, uh, Mr. Conway, Denny Conway, our own um, school teacher and and past coach is going to sit on the bench with us. And Ben Latimer is going to sit as the position of the bear, giving us his splits, spinning the tunes, and kind of making the afternoon move along nice and smooth. Uh, Craig Seek will be our producer. He's going to be bringing in all the different type of people we have for interviews. Uh, our plans are to have the Tiger Paws get with the cheerleaders, have them come in, and possibly even get with Levi Dressler, and we can have the pet band come over and and have a couple Tiger Fight songs for us. Along with that night, we'll also have uh, special guests throughout the evening. We're going to start at 6 o'clock. Uh, we'll have past coaches. We'll have coaches from all other sports. We've, we've sit and visited. Brandon Sharp's going to come over and talk a little bit about the, the varsity basketball team for a short minute and, and maybe even reveal what the new uh, uniforms are going to be. So we're pretty pumped up about that. We uh, do have uh, some special guests Uh, Maybe from the south, we also invited Pella to come in and make it a true game day experience so we could see if we could have the the split between green down one side and black and orange on the other side. So come on out Friday night. We're going to start at halftime or general in there of the freshman ball game. We'll quiet down for the second half of the freshman ball game, and then we'll pick up strong as soon as the freshman game is over. So I think it'll be a really fun night. We're looking forward to it. If it's something that works, we either come back and do it one night of the year or we just we think about doing it every Friday night for home football games. But there again, uh, one thing I just about forgot for that 25th, that's also senior night, and we'll talk a little bit about that next week in the podcast too. So again, thank you. My name is Dan Walker for Blake Walker, and thank you for joining in to our podcast. Sauser handoff to Wyatt Hunter. He is going to have the first down and more. Wyatt Hunter foot race. And he is going to be driven down to the ground. It's a first down and more. And do you say one of the biggest plays of the night? They might be thinking it though here, honestly. You have the wind at your back. Sauser though, handoff to Wyatt Hunter again. Wyatt Hunter with the block. He is not going to be touched. Touchdown, Grinnell. This production is a copyright of the Tiger Sports Livestream use of this podcast or material from it is prohibited without the permission of the Tiger Sports Livestream Network.